Welcome to Everyday Superhumans, the podcast where we talk to ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm Caroline. And I'm Kyle. Your name's Kyle? Yeah. Oh, it says God. in the description. <laughs> I thought your name was Bob. No, we know each other for how long now? Not long enough. <laughs> I guess not then. Damn. We're making a podcast. Well, anyway, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. What do you want to adjust the name of our guest today then at least? Okay. I guess. I mean, I don't know where I am right now, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Who Caroline you just got are a job or... in Austin and so she's like a little bit loopy right now. She's excited. Everybody give her congratulations. Yay. Yay. <laughs> 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 More of a reaction to the other side. Anyways, <laughs> our um, our guest today, speaking about names though, has a nickname. Do you know what that is? Alpha bitch. Yes, and she is like the nicest person ever. Yeah, she it's owns up really funny. It comes from Roller Derby. She's a uh, the captain or the president of the she Cajun Roller Girls. The president of the league and the co-captain of That's the right. Cajun Roller Girls in yeah. Houma, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And guess who tried to practice? Uh, not me. I'm not a girl. Well, that's right. So (laughs) it's me. Surprise. (laughs) Who knew? But man, that was tough. I was sore afterwards for a whole entire week. Oh, God. No, it was invisible. That was the weird thing. But my butt hurt (laughs) so much from falling on my butt. It's all about that practice, which is what they do. Like they, um, uh, what I remember in the interview is that they train women and, and uh, girls like how to do roller derby well, and it makes them feel like I don't know what the word is. Like <laughs> your speech just took me away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're trying to do um, powerful, yeah. more uh, self fulfilling, mm-hmm. which we confidence. Yeah, that's in girls, good, but, but like, they're really women. But we do want to shout out to another podcast. Oh, yeah. the uh, uh, Actually, two of them. Uh, one yeah, of them is relevant to this podcast, which is the Pastors By podcast. The host, Matthew, his wife is actually a part of the... Serial uh, Killers. Serial Killers. In Battle Creek. In Battle Creek, Michigan, which is the coolest name of any city in the world, if you ask me. I know. It's kick-ass. No, it's definitely up there. It's uh, just not Homa. <laughs> no, it's not. But you're going to Austin, so... That's true. Yeah. And speaking of going some places, the other podcast we'd like to give a shout out to is the uh, Travel Oddities podcast. They have such a cool podcast. They travel to these hidden gems that not a lot of people know about. And they actually mentioned Homa in an episode. I know, and yeah. it's in our backyard. They talk about the Rougarou, yeah. which so th- you should go check out their podcast because we're not going to tell you what the Rougarou is. No, go figure it out on your own. And before you click on, before you download their podcast, though, Check out the rest of our episode with Denise, a.k.a. Alpha. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. So tell us a little bit about roller derby then. I just know nothing about it, actually. <laughs> I know nothing about it. I was going to try to be clever, but no, I know nothing about it. Well, we've been, the Cajun Roller Girls have been around since 2009. I started practicing in 2008, and we were just practicing, and we actually had a team in 2009. Do you want me to tell you about the sport itself, how, yeah. it, how it's played? Yeah. You have five people on the track at once. One's called a jammer, and you have four blockers. And the point of the game is when the whistle blows, the jammer starts and has to get through that pack of other, the other four players and the other jammer, get through that pack, go around for one lap, and then that second lap, they start scoring points on every person they pass in the opposing team. Hmm. And so as a blocker, you stop that other jammer. 
Huh. And, and their blockers are trying to stop your jammer. So it's a, it's a strategic game of offense and defense and helping and yeah. defending. And it, it can be co- very complicated. That sounds really com- but it's so, very competitive. Yeah. I bet you really have to communicate with yes, each other. You do. And it's, imagine like soccer. I see if it's like soccer on skates. You can hit. You just can't like throw elbows. You can't clothesline. You can't punch. So it's like a valid it's hit. It's very like, high contact, though. Like, uh-uh. can you like shove then? Or like, how do you. Not with so- the elbows. You can like use your whole body, your whole front of your body, and you can hit with the side of your body. You just can't wow. throw your arm out. Like, okay. Uh, that's okay. a penalty. But full body contact, you just can't hit in the middle of the back because that's a back block. You can't hit them back in the middle of the back because that's also. Pretty dangerous, but otherwise it's fair game. You don't take them out below that's the knees. Intense. You don't take them. You don't hit them in the head, and anywhere else is. And the points that you said are based on of how many people you pass mm-hmm, from the other team. No wonder it's hyper competitive. <laughs> like I thought it was like the before the set of that roller derby was like a team skating past the finish line so many times, yeah. and they stop people from skating past it. No, that's that's way more intense. It's a th- thirty-minute halves, but each half is broken down into two-minute jams. So you start out on the line, and you have two minutes, and you go. And then um, there's ways to call off the jam before the two minutes is up if you get the lead and other rules like that but you go for two minutes and then that lineup can change Mm -hmm. to the next lineup and then is there out of bounds too if you go out of bounds yes if you go out the track is you got the inside track line and the outside track line if you get knocked out of bounds you have to get back in bounds behind the person that knocked you out because that would be a cutting the track and you can there's ways to get penalties and there's a penalty box like hockey so Mm -hmm. if you get a penalty you go to the box for 30 seconds and it creates advantages and disadvantages for your team it's it's very high strategy and i bet the refs are constantly busy yes and if they're yes. trying to count <laughs> how many people each jammer has passed they have to count points they have hand signals for every foul they have to call out the foul in a certain way like red number one make the hand signal and is there one ref or two refs there's like seven. Oh wow you have one ref focusing on the one jammer the other ref focusing on the other jammer you have other inside the track refs and you have refs on the outside of the track mm-hmm. they all have a specific job of what they're looking for is it like any other sport like you have like a designated jammer for each session or do people yeah. take turns for each jam yeah there's only one jammer as a player you're usually pretty much a jammer or you're a blocker the way you build the way you skate mm. our team we have a rotation of four jammers sometimes so you'll go in for one jam you'll sit you might sit for two and then you go in for an, another one you just sounds intense it seems like if you're a jammer you're it's a lot of stress yes uh, do you do jamming or <laughs> no i block no, you block block yeah i've watched whip it and with ellen page she's a smaller body type yes. so our jammer is usually smaller you do have blockers that are big that just sort of they can just plow through and they're impossible to stop, but it's also, there's some trade-offs, but yeah, they're mostly smaller, and they're also surprisingly solid. You'll see a little girl, little girl in quotations, you'll see one, you're like, oh, I've got her, she's small, and she is so solid, you would not believe it, that she'd be like, oh my God. (laughs) So what got you into roller derby then? They had a team in New Orleans, and they had a team in Baton Rouge, and this was 2008. And a friend of mine at work just sort of saw it on Facebook. She looked into it, she found that there was a team in Homa, quote-unquote, a team trying to Mm-hmm. build up in Homa and she's like hey you want to come to a practice with me I'm like okay I used to skate I'll come and I went and it was me and her and one other girl and that was the entire team at the time because oh. this was right after this 2008 so this is right after Gustav and one of those hurricanes this team had started in that April that storm came and they just dispersed and it was you know mm-hmm. And then you had to promote it and everything, too, from oh the bottom yeah, up. The bottom up, that? we have to put on the ballots. We pay for our own practices. We pay for our travel. We Damn. do our own advertising. We put on our own games. I mean, we do it It's like it a full all. business. Yes. It's like a full-fledged business And we all point. work full-time. And so it's like... <laughs> How do you sleep? And then we skate, and then we have to do the manage the business aspect of it. And it's a commitment. It's a big commitment. We're doing with 
the time we have and the people we have available, and you know, we just make it work as best we can. Each person on the team has a cool name. Mm-hmm. It's not just usually your name; it's your like stage name yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. So your name is Alpha Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It suits me. How do you yeah. earn that? How do you earn that nickname? They call me Alpha. They, they call me Bitch too. It's like <laughs> so I'll just answer. Them together. So I'll it's just an answer. endearing term. Yeah. <laughs> When I people call me Denise, it's like I look. It's like, are you talking to me? I, I don't even. It doesn't even. Click. Does your uniform have alphabet on mm-hmm. it? <laughs> That's so cool. Some teams, some venues don't like that, and I have to cover it up, or you just know, like just alpha go by B? alpha. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, it's understandable, but at the same time, I like alpha bitch because I own that word bitch, and you, it doesn't <laughs> offend me. And you can't. There's no harm that can be done to me by you using that word because I own it. And, oh, that's and awesome. it almost twists that word into a positive. It sounds like something we don't want to mess thing. with. Like, so what are the other nicknames of the players on your team? We have Catalust right now. Raina Terror. Her name's Raina. DeBruiser. Her name's Deborah. So DeBruiser. <laughs> we have Selena DeCrash. We have Terror Bones. Oh, Terror like, Bones. Yeah, Terror Bones. Yeah. Terror bones. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's, go- that's good. They're all so clever. <laughs> what would your skater name be? Mm. I was in charge of a backpacking expedition, you'd say, like back in high school, and I got the nickname Sarge. I think okay. Sarge back, yeah. So Sarge would work. Yeah, My like, names are all fluffy. <laughs> all the names that I've been called, it's been like Care, Care Bear, Carrie. Well, it's ironic if you do it that way. That's even better. It's like, Care Bear, <laughs> she's harmless. And they say, like, holy oh, crap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Watch out. They'll knock you over. <laughs> Care Bear Stare. Yeah. <laughs> Care Bear Stare. So how do you get people to join if, like, because it's roller derby, at least as far as I know, because I don't know anything about it. To me, it seems kind of like an obscure sport. Like, people do, like, intramural softball all the time. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, intramural roller derby teams I'm aware of up until she told me about this. Yeah. Like, how do you get, like, obviously there's people that want to be a part of it. If mm-hmm. not, this one exists. Like, how do you get people together? It's an ongoing process, and it's hard sometimes. Some seasons we have very little recruitment. Some seasons we have a really big recruiting class. But it's just getting out in the community and getting our names out there and calling people you know and organically trying to contact people. Um, every team in Louisiana, every city, I'm sorry, in Louisiana pretty much has a team. So New Orleans, <laughs> Baton Rouge, Homa, Lafayette, Lake Charles, Alexandria, Monroe. So you're never out of competition, Shreveport. that means. I mean, it is everywhere, and you just unless you don't see it, you don't realize it. But it is everywhere. Do you play out of state by any chance, or just yeah? All we losing? play out of state. We, like this season, we're going to Houston. Oh. Tallahassee's coming to us, but we went to Tallahassee a couple of years ago. Uh, so I'm guessing even there's like different divisions then, like different leagues that you're mm-hmm. a part of. Which one are you a part of? We're just a part of WUFTA is our organization that runs this. It's like the NFL, WUFTA, Women's Flat oh. Track Derby Association. Okay. We pay our insurance through them, and they sort of loosely organize us and loosely rank us based on how we play. There's like 250 teams, I think, right now that they oh, wow. that they uh, rank. And you have to make, qualify. You have to have certain sanctioned bouts. You have to play certain ways and play certain games, and you get ranked. And we're ranked like 250. You know, we're we're small potatoes. We're a small town. We're small potatoes. And there's teams like Gotham, like New York City, and all these. Texas has got some big teams, and you know, we hope to keep growing. We yeah. hope to make it. We hope to improve our ranking. But at the same time, we just like to survive. We do this recreation. We do this because we enjoy it. And, yeah, it's great to be a good team, but at the same time, that's not why we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the most enjoyable part of it for you, then? Like, what's, like, the thing that like, you go there and you're like, I, like, this is why I do this? It's mainly the game. I just enjoy playing the game. I like the teamwork. I like playing the game. I don't do it for fitness, and I like the women I play with, and we're a really tight community. And we go out, and we drink, and we have fun, <laughs> and it's, it's a whole subculture lifestyle that you just a community that you're a part of and it's amazing it's like a family yeah. it sounds yeah, like it sounds like it that you have 
And then you guys um, help with the community too, like you give back. Oh yes, well we were when we first started, we we're like when I was like, what can we do to help you to help ourselves? Mm-hmm. How can we get our face out there by helping you? <laughs> yeah, that's how we approached it. And we used to tie our bouts together with charity work, and we actually back our ticket sales. We give back a certain percentage to mm-hmm. these charities, and we do certain events for these charities, and we also have some cooperation efforts of you know of events that we come show our face and help them out. Over the years, we've done a lot of different charities. I can list some of them. We've been means. Sure. I'll start with the top. We've worked with Autism Society, the value chapter, and that's a really cool one. We work oh, with wow. um, We have a day in October where we actually um, have a skate rink, and the society will bring all the kids that, with autism, and they'll come skate with us for the day. Oh, wow. Or for the session. And we have a private session, and we've done it now for two years, and we're going to keep doing that because we really like that. Mm. The Cerebral Palsy of Louisiana, we do the telethon. We've done that for a number of years. Relay for Life, we've also done that. We've had a booth. Do you skate around the track then? (laughs) For Relay for Life? No, no, no. We have a booth out there, though. We do face painting. We know it was like, that would probably be cheating. (laughs) (laughs) So many laps. We've done things for Marty Bras, which is this organization that would collect bras for breast cancer. Good Samaritan Food Bank, we've done uh, just raise money food bank. Baca, Bayou's, uh, Bikers Against Child Abuse, we've given away. Damn. Some of our ticket sales have been given to them. You've like wow. helped everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Soul of South Louisiana Center for the Arts, it's been close contact with us. My Heart's Desire, Girl oh. Scouts, The Haven, the Lewis Infant Crisis Center. Casa of Terrebonne, wow. Blue Star Mothers, <laughs> Combat Veterans Mo- Motorcycle Association, Terrebonne Parish Homeless Veterans Shelter, TARC. And we've worked with all these over the years. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, like you're definitely giving back. Like that's good for them and you, like promotional-wise. Yeah. 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 Like I said, we used to like do our ticket sales, but sometimes you know our games were still so small that we were not making money on mm-hmm. our games. So we're losing money on the games. We promised a certain percentage of our ticket sales, so we were losing money each game. So we've rethought how we do things now, and we try to be more proactive and, and do things outside of our games mm-hmm. to promote them. Do you have anything active that you're doing right now to promote outside the games? Actually, we actually just went nonprofit last year, so we're our own charity now. So oh. we are a oh, charity, wow. and so now <laughs> we have to figure out how to best take advantage of this. How do we promote ourselves and promote ourselves and our charity mm-hmm. to our best benefit? And we really think we want to focus on um, empowering women. That's really our mission statement. That's what we want to do. So maybe you know, at-risk teens or at-risk women, mm-hmm. maybe start doing things of like, okay, come skate with us, be part of our community, we'll support you, we can buy your gear, we can buy your skates, we can pay your insurance, we can do all these things for you and give you something that will help you. And that's how we want to, nothing you know, planned out now, but that's how we want to really that's awesome. Like, focus you, ourselves. You were already saying that like, you're already like a family as it is already. Mm-hmm. If you could like, include these people that... And bring them in and yeah, just bring them keep like, them. And then, yeah. And then, yeah. That's awesome. Is there like a long-term plan for this or are you just on the brainstorming phases right now? Kind of brainstorming, but I think that's going to be a long-term focus. I think we're going to like redo our mission statement and do things like that to incorporate this. We're going to keep our autism connection. We're going to keep our combat veterans connection because we actually did about last year, our last <laughs> home game last year. And in three weeks, uh, we have a contact Selena to crash on our team. She went out and contacted her she's rides a motorcycle so she contacted her, all the people she knew and she's like hey we will if you can promise us i don't know what the number was a hundred a hundred ticket sales if you give us this we will split our bout profits with you and in three weeks time we generated enough income and had our bout so we were able to give them cut them a check for nine hundred dollars oh, in three wow. weeks so it was like going from making no money for bouts and like just make enough so we can pay our bills <laughs> 
to actually generating almost $2,000 in profit that we were able to give half of that back to that people that helped cool. us do that. That's awesome. And so we're going to keep doing that next year. This last home game this year, too, we're going to keep that connection and build on I'm that. I'm guessing your ticket sales have risen, too, for your games? Well, that was our last home game, and that was just, you know, this season. That was the end of the season in for that September. Game. September. Damn, if you did that well last, yeah. last season, you're going to do great this season, yeah. that's for mm-hmm. sure. So we really hope to keep that 50-50 connection with different mm. organizations. Now, where do you skate at? I don't have any roller rinks or anything around it's here. It's in Thibodeau. Oh, okay. I don't know we, Thibodeau that we, well. We play at the uh, Harang Civic Center is where our games are. We're trying to get into the home. We're trying to break into the Homa Civic Center, mm-hmm. but the cost is prohibitive right now. The dates themselves, it's so tied up with all the events it puts on now. Yeah, that's there's true. not really any Saturdays available for us. I'd rather go see you guys in a circus, personally. <laughs> 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 Once you get to one circus, you've seen them all. Not, I know. Not roller derby. I've yet to see a roller derby game, so I think we should definitely well, go to we, the next we're one. we're going to go. Yeah, so. we should go. How was the first you driven for a game, then? About seven hours, eight seven. hours. It's about the radius we do right now. That's pretty far away. It's com- yeah. That's commitment, though, to your team. Yeah, we raise our own money, so we'll pay our hotels. The team will pay our players' hotel bill, and so we've always been a team that tried to pay try to help ourselves mm-hmm. and but not many teams do that a lot of teams will like if we travel it's like it's all on you but we're like no we'll we'll wow. figure this out for us so yeah they take care of you mm-hmm. and then you take care of them yep and then you take care of other people <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> never ending it's great yeah. and then your fans take care of you and then <laughs> yeah. there's like Keeping a whole going. entire circle yes you grow a uh, a roller, uh, a roller derby movement down here. It sounds like there already is one because it seems like you're growing and growing as mm-hmm. it is. How do you get people to show up? Like one thing that we have issued with is advertising. Like we can't get people to click on the link sometime. People exactly. can retweet us. People can like our tweets. But when they click that link, it takes forever for them to click that link. Yes. How do you like get people to go like, huh, I've never seen a roller derby game before. I want to see this. Or It's, it's very hard. Like with uh, LSU football and Saints football and hunting and fishing and all the the festivals and everything there's to do here on weekends it's hard it's very hard to grab that demographic and say hey come see us and so sometimes i think people that come to our games if you come to one game you're a fan for life we get repeat customers like i was at the last game i loved it i'm here again i'm bringing my kids if we get you we've got you (laughs) we just have to (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you had any kids come up to you like and say, hey, I want to be like you when I grow up. Oh, yeah, all the time, all the time. Maybe not so much me. I'm, I'm a bit more intimidating, but some <laughs> of the other girls they approach. Yeah, I, I've got my own little base of fans, but not like some of the other girls that are more uh, <laughs> more the face of uh, CRG yeah. than I am. Do you have to be a certain age, I guess, like 18 you and older? You have to be 18 to play. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you can play at any age. I'm 46, or so will be 46 oh. next month, and I've been playing, you know, eight years now, so it can take all ages. Wow. Every sport could do that. Our average age is probably mid-30s. I think if we were to average the age of the team, Mm -hmm. 29, 30, 35. So it's not like football or soccer. Like you take the best players that are in their 20s. Like you could be in your 40s and still do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a contact sport too. (laughs) And I I think my age, I have advantages over 18-year-olds because I just, you know, I I understand my body. I understand control of my body more than you would. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. uh, (laughs) If I was athletic as an 18-year-old, and yeah, I would love to have that body now. (laughs) I don't. But that doesn't mean that's a disadvantage. But you got the, I can still you yeah. the wisdom yeah. up in your brain. Yeah. Well, you like and I bet like maybe the young ones think that they can do anything. Hot yeah. shots. Or, like, oh yeah. And, they're, oh, like, yeah. and then you're you like, get in their head mm-hmm. and you got them. It's like I own you. <laughs> yeah. I own you. I'm in your head this game. You hit them once and you own them. Oh. 
So do you have like a designated coach or does everybody kind of take turns like... No, we have a coach, Corey Jams. Corey, his his derby name is Corey Jams and he's (laughs) our coach this year. Dutch is our coach retired, just retired last year and he'd been our coach for like four seasons. So we have a new coach this season and he's been our assistant coach. Now he's our head coach. And different teams, they do different, they have different coaching styles. Mm -hmm. Some some teams coach by a training committee of players that play and also train. Mm -hmm. And then some people have a coach like us. Okay. Uh, do you like have like a recruiting thing that you like a boot camp like thing then for a new recruit? That's recruits? what we're doing right now. Yeah, we we pushed a little bit this year, so we have eleven girls right now that are uh, like I said up and coming. And sometimes you get a recruiting class, and they're like ten girls, and you're like, oh, not a one of these are gonna stay. You can just you, <laughs> you, you can, tell. Tell. You can tell. Is there like <laughs> fear in their eyes the first they're, time they get hit? No, maybe they're just like I don't know about this, and they just they just don't have that attitude. It's like oh, I'm in this. Mm-hmm. This year, though, we have a great group, and I think we're going to keep all of them. I honestly think they're all there in their head, and they're all ready, and they're all going to stay. What do you look for in a person though, to like to know that, that they'll be a great team player and that they will stay? Just that, just that commitment. It's a mental thing, you know. We can we've actually trained girls to skate like they couldn't even skate, but they just had it in and them to want to do it, oh, and you wow. can see it. And it's like we have this thing when we do our training and assessment. You have to skate 27 laps in five minutes. You have to do it. If you don't do it, you, do you're not going to pass. You can't. You don't pass the, main, my, the minimum requirement to skate on, at a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we have five that. Five laps a minute. We've had girls that started, and the first time they did it, they did 12 laps. And they skate with us. They stayed with us, and they skate with us, and they're really good. You know, they might have retired. I think one I'm thinking about, you know, she's retired now, but, you know, it doesn't matter your skating skill. If you have the attitude and you want to do it, we'll make you do it and you'll get there. I'm guessing looking for like, like the really dedicated and really hardcore people then. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely not easy playing a contact sport, that's for sure. Yeah. I would yeah. cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad with pain. <laughs> I would cry. One hit. <laughs> I I quit. Like, all right, I'm gone. <laughs> that is, that is the, the biggest hurdle, how to fall and how to take a hit. Oh yeah! If you get through that, then you've got it. Do you like got it. have to roll off your fall? Like I used to do parkour, and like in parkour, they taught you that if you mess up, you need another roll immediately. If not, you're gonna break a bone. We're le- we are taught to fall small. You fall to your knees. You have knee pads on. Okay. You keep yourself tucked. Okay. You don't sprawl mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And uh, because that's kind of dangerous. You so don't you, do the hands. No, you you don't put your hands down on the floor at all if you can help break it. Break yourself. Oh wow! I, well, you got wrist guards on, you but like you'll, you'll, get to, you'll get your fingers rolled over. It's what. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. the fear when I go ice skating. Whenever I fall, I think somebody is just gonna swing, and that's like a <laughs> yeah. sharp, really. Yeah, it's like an actual blade. Ice skating. So you fall small. You wait till it's clear, and you get up. Or you just recover real fast, or you fall, you hit your knee. I mean, some of the really good jammers, like, they'll fall, they'll go down on one knee, and they'll pop right back yeah. up, like like a spring. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. So you probably <laughs> you probably practice falling, yes. basically. Yes. That's something you don't normally hear about doing, but, yeah, it's very important. If not, you could get hurt, or, like, if it's a jammer, you could lose points if they, sk- well, like if they fall too hard. Then you know to get right back up. Good in everyday life, too. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Probably now people have fallen and know kind of the proper way to fall, yeah. even though they don't have knee pads on. So they probably drop to their knees. And you're you, like, oh. <laughs> well, you kind of learn too. Sometimes when you fall, it's like if you just let yourself fall and know you're gonna fall and recover, mm-hmm. it's faster. It's a faster recovery than fighting it. Like it also. Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, because if you like get hit and you like wobble and you fight it, and you fight it, you fight it, you're just gonna get hit again, mm-hmm. and you just it's just gonna it's just gonna take you out. So you just let yourself fall. And then you get up and you 
you go. And some some girls are really, really, really good at that. And I'm not one of them. But <laughs> like, what's the hardest thing for somebody like me who can't skate? And I wanted to go and learn roller derby. What would be the hardest thing? Is falling going to be the hardest? Or is it going to be like going really fast? Is that going to be the hardest thing for no, a, I, a beginner? It's a game. You, you're going to love the game. If you enjoy <laughs> playing it, you're going to love it. And it's that's there's nothing hard at all about that. The hardest part is probably just the commitment. Just the commitment mm-hmm. to the team because... And especially if you have like a busy schedule. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah. I bet like, that, like you said that you're a biologist. That seems like a really demanding job as it is. Yeah. Well, I've... I've since I've been doing it so long, it's sort of I've sort of got my little zone. I've got my routine, and I've got it down, and it's easy for me. But if I was to be, if I was to run like I run now, mm-hmm. for derby, you know, work, go home, go to practice, leave my house at six a.m., get home at nine p.m., <laughs> you know, if I did that from the get go, from day one, eight mm-hmm. years ago, there's probably just like you know this learning curve. I probably could have just you know dropped out. You know, just mm-hmm. I just I can't do it. I can't handle it. And you just you get accustomed to it, you adjust your life to it, and make it work for you. That's and good you, advice for anybody that yeah. wants to start doing something that they really like. Is just like you gotta adjust your life to it. You can't like be constantly like going out to bars every night. Like also want to start your own business. You need to balance it out. Yeah. And our seasons they start. We start now, like January. We practice our games start February, March, and we will play through September. Sometimes October, Damn, September, October. So we have ten months of playing. Yeah. By October, it's like. I just want this season to end. <laughs> and do you I love it? Yeah. But I just need it to end. And it ends. For me, I completely shut down. I stop practicing. I probably put 15 pounds back on. Mm-hmm. I just veg out. And I need that. That's I shut down my mind mm-hmm. from it. I just I enjoy it's my good Christmas. Good vacation. And then I come back fresh, like now, and I'm like ready to go. And that's just my system, and it works for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've always said. I've always said since I started, I'll be playing until I can't play. I mean, oh, that's, that's just how I feel about it. I will just play forever. I was elected. I'm the president now of the team, and I just got elected at the end of the season. was elected coming into it knowing we're going to have five girls. We're going to have six girls. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let this be the year we, <laughs> we just it's implode. A good, uh, it's a good <laughs> test. But, but, you know, they need you to help carry it on because you're a Especially strong, determined person. So with you behind the helm, will be okay. Oh, I yeah. bet you like raise a lot of self-confidence in a lot of the girls oh, oh, definitely. that you bring in definitely. too. You can see the change in all of our players. They, the, you know, they, the strong women to start with from the time they start till, you know, the time they finish or the time they're got a couple years in, their confidence levels go up. They are, they're stronger. They're just more secure with themselves and they're happier with themselves. You can see it in everybody. It's a huge transformation. Was there a particular person that like went from being like extremely like self-conscious to be like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in charge of oh, everything yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we create monsters too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They become so, a I mean, little too self-confident <laughs> there. Myself included there. You know, like I said, my name's Alpha Bitch, and I always <laughs> felt that name suited me. Like, from work, I always worked fields. Like, for example, I always worked in field with men, and I always thought that about myself. But it was more an internal mm-hmm. thing, and t- to be able to put it out there externally and to own that persona, and, you know, I've created my own monster with me, and ask anybody on the team, you know, they're like, they, they know exactly what I'm talking about. But you own that name, though, yeah. Alpha Bitch. <laughs> right? It definitely shows some confidence right there. Yeah. And do, um, like, other teams you guys hang out with? I know there's, like, distances between mm-hmm. other teams, but... Oh, yeah, we're all, we're all friends. Like, we're all friends on Facebook. We all know each other. The connections there are just, they're just created 
all over the states. Funny story, Facebook used to let us put our derby names mm-hmm. on Facebook. So I'd have like 900 friends. I knew who they all were. And then Facebook took off that thing where you can't put a fake name. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I have all these friends now that I don't know who they are. <laughs> 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 I'll click on a link. Who is that Alice? I don't know uh, who Alice is or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. like, oh, her. I remember that's her. That, though. That's my best friend. <laughs> I used to be Caroline the Care Bear Hilton. And then I, I can't have that anymore. So, I mean, I don't think anybody was like, oh, the Care Bear. <laughs> but <laughs> if I was, you know, um, a roller girl, then, you know, the Care Bear probably would have meant a lot more. You need to come out practice with us. You got a name. You can skate. You should come. I I'm, so bad. I'm so bad at skating. I w- I w- I'd be hugging the wall. Like <laughs> ice skating, for example. Like I went ice skating last time it was a year ago. I was just like myself on the wall the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> do like do so people know you in the community? Every now and like then I I've been I've been spotted. I mean I've been spotted out. People will know me as Alpha, like out at Rouse's or something like that. And I I've I'm like, well, how do you know who I am? And they just you know, sometimes not <laughs> Yeah. Not from the aisle, from like the cereal yeah. aisle yeah. to <laughs> they're like Alpha <laughs> What? <laughs> and I'll go out like I'll even like go out after practice and I'm wearing I wear, like, hot pants, and, you know, just my outfits are just out there. It's, like, not something you wear as a mm-hmm. 40-year-old woman going out to the grocery <laughs> store. And I just go to the grocery store, and people recognize, oh, that's just, yeah, that she does that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember at the game, I saw some of the outfits. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and people have, like, makeup on their face, too. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Designer, that's cool. like, makeup, yeah. theater makeup almost. So somebody, really cool. for somebody who wants to join a roller derby team, where, do they, where can they go to, like, find their local roller derby team? Just check us out. Facebook, basically. Just check out Facebook, Cajun Roller Girls. Or just type in, if you're not from here, type in roller derby in your town. And I swear to God, I bet every team will pop up, and you'll be like, I did not know that it existed. <laughs> and it, it's, it's there. Yeah, and it seems like it's growing, too. Yeah. We have like halftime shows. We have games for the kids. We do uh, like face painting. We have all sorts of things. We try to make it kid oriented or mm-hmm. family friendly. And uh, you can buy tickets at Ticketmaster in advance for ten dollars a piece, or the twelve dollars at the door. Mm-hmm. There's six dollars for for kids or students. You can have, you can be in college with a valid student ID, and you can get in for six bucks. Nice. Oh, it's, that's a great deal. I know any college student would take any kind of savings. <laughs> <laughs> For more on the Cajun Roller Girls, be sure to check out their website, CajunRollerGirls.com, for all the upcoming events and practices that they're having. Also, be sure to check them out on Facebook and uh, Twitter, which is at Cajun Roller Girls. They have a really, really nice social media presence. You can also find your local roller derby team by pulling that into Google and figuring out what's near you. Everyday Superhumans is produced by Caroline and Kyle. Music is by Alex Allen. Are you a part of a roller derby team? No. <laughs> Neither am I. So, if you aren't a part of a Royal Derby team, what would your nickname be? Mine would be Sarge. Uh, mine? Care Bear Stare. Well, if you have one, or if you want one, tweet it to us at SuperhumansCast. Look for us on Facebook by searching for Everyday Superhumans, or send us a good old-fashioned email at everydaysuperhumans at gmail.com. People still do it. Have you heard? We have an official website. That's right. We are pretty legit. So head on over to our website, everydaysuperhumans.com, for many more ways to become a superhuman. Oh, and before you go, we're looking for feedback right now. Uh, at the show notes of this episode, there is a, a brief survey, 10 questions long. That's it. It's like maybe like 30 seconds of your time about 
just quick questions about the episode, uh, giving us any kind of suggestions, such as like audio quality, content quality, and so on. It'd be great if you'd uh, leave us a response. We would love to hear back from you. We want to improve the show in any way possible. And remember, not every hero can fly. So grab your cape and let's go. Can we get more downloads if we say something like every episode but one has a blooper at the end? Can you find out which one? <laughs> hey, they can you do it. Because one doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of <laughs> Yeah. Hey, don't give away the answer. I hope that's the end. Oh. <laughs> I could like bleep out <laughs> name. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> <laughs>